0: You're listening to Satellite Sisters. I'm Leon Dolan here in snowy Pasadena, California. Ah, oh, I can't wait to talk about the weather this week. I'm a writer and producer, and I'm a weather watcher. Jewel? <laughs> Hi, I'm Julie Dolan, and I live in Dallas, Texas. And you know, yesterday I picked my husband up from a successful colonoscopy, Leanne. I'm happy Yay. Today, Good. Where the doctor reminded me that he shouldn't drive or conduct business. Now, you know that. Well, fine. But I made the medical decision that while he might not be able to drive or conduct business, he was cleared to unload the dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) Glad he got his colonoscopy.
1: Liz? Hey, this is Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. Yeah, SoCal Blizzard, Burr. <laughs> you know, I've just been a been home with Hooper here. That's why I conducted the taste test, mm. Leon. Mm. Oh, oh we it.
0: saw this. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Uh I have a got a very special invitation this week. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Can I tell you about that? And then Julie, you are leading a discussion on 70s and 80s brands that you think should make a comeback. Yes, yes, I have a favorite brand that I think should make a comeback, and I hope you do t- two sisters. Yeah, it's gonna be good. all right. and uh, and then we have a ton of entertaining sisters. We have a lot going on on the show. Stay a lot of tidbits, a lot of lot of news bits, tidbits, a <laughs> lot of tidbits today. We hope you can use some of them. i I honestly don't know what I'm gonna do with all my free time now that I don't have to check my weather app twenty two <laughs> times a day. Uh, yes, and you, like well, announce you enjoy. You enjoy weather, even in the good weather, Leah. I do. You are a
1: weather watcher. Yes. I like the drama of
0: it. You like the drama. And you certainly had drama in Southern California. Yeah. We had a ton of rain slash snow that just did not stop. uh, And now we're having more. It's just, it's great for us. We need this. We need this. We need this moisture. I'll say that. We Mm -hmm. need this moisture. Uh, But it has been dramatic. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me,
1: you know, there's something about like the pounding rain. It it brings me back to all those years I lived in Portland and I used to love waking up to the sound of pounding rain. And now when I wake up to the sound of pounding rain, I think, oh my God, I have to walk my dog in that. Something, <laughs> something that I never had to do when I lived in Portland, Oregon. So because you
0: didn't have a dog. That's why. I did not why. Have a dog. Exactly. Yes, that's it. If people are <laughs> going to Portland not walk her dogs or she didn't know dogs. She was she was on the move. She was
1: on the move. No, you people in in Portland or even in any cold snowy wet back place with your dogs, like yeah, my heart goes out to you. So instead, I decided to conduct uh, the great grilled cheese Taste test sisters.
0: <laughs> I know, Liz, we love you because you just well, other people would just like sit on their couch and watch TV. You have made a whole branded event right there in yeah. your kitchen. Good. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I realized it had been a long time since I since it had a really good grilled cheese, and even longer since I had made one. And I saw this recipe in the New York Times cooking section for an apple, caramelized onion, and goat cheese grilled cheese. Doesn't that sound good? That, yes. And it yes. sounded easy. So I thought, oh, I'm going to make it delicious. That. delicious. The, but then I clicked through and there was another one for a French onion grilled cheese, which was basically mm. just like the caramelized onions like you have in French onion soup with uh with a different kind of cheese, not the goat cheese. Um, So it was Gruyere in that one, because again, that's what you put on French onion soup. So I conducted a little uh, poll in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, uh, which one should I make? (laughs) And um, goat cheese did win overwhelmingly, the apple caramelized onion and goat cheese, but there were enough votes for the French onion that I I could not ignore the French onion people. So so, so (laughs) Catherine said, while the grill is hot, why not do both? Which, mm. uh, you know, which I agree. Um, uh, let's see, there were, the, Jennifer said, that's like asking, which of my children do I love most? Yeah. But oh, no, but wow. could Jennifer, choose. Strong words there. You yeah. Know, our friend Giroux said French onion, just because it's French, which I thought was a very compelling argument. So, <laughs> yes. So so I did make both on, you know, really now it's been three nights in a row because I've been trying to get it right. I got (laughs) to say there were there was like there were some cosmetic issues with Mm -hmm. the first night, which Uh with with the grilling part, Mm -hmm. Uh, the second night I got the grilling better, but it just wasn't thick the way it was in the.
0: in the the the,
1: picture I mean as I say the
0: same thing to my hairdresser is my hair is just not as thick as (laughs) as in the photo okay carry on it just
1: didn't look like the photo so so last night I just I think I got it closer to being photo ready but you know the key because both both of these things use a lot of caramelized onions is obviously learning to caramelize onions and which I have done occasionally before but it's one of those tricky cooking things mm-hmm. You think, well, that's easy And, you know, it's really not I'm sorry no. I, I, I know it looks easy And when it's done, it looks like it was easy But, okay, first thing you, you carve up like a ton of onions <laughs> and you end up with uh, like a tablespoonful, right? Yeah. Yes. The shrinkage, there's a shrinkage issue with caramelization that I did not yeah. really adequately anticipate. So, you know, but then, you know, with cooking with Liz, I always ask about, I ask myself, what is the real learning here? What the real learning? And I decided that caramelization is really kind of character revealing and i may not be cut out to caramelize mm-hmm. i may not be because there's a level of patience mm-hmm. take your time yep. just walk away then come back with caramelization that mm, i i just don't know I, I, I'm just not sure that's really me. I Mm -hmm. don't know if you guys have keys to caramelization,
0: but like. It is all about patience and the watchful eye. You just got, you can't, you can't let it go because then it will burn. Right. So, right. But it's low and slow for a long Mm -hmm. time, like Mm -hmm. hours that's yes. you know so it does make a, a grilled cheese sandwich into an all day event but um i caramelize i would say at least once a month maybe twice a month i'll just caramelize a bunch of onions on a sunday and like i just eat i i use a little on the stovetop but then i stick it in the oven in a nice dutch oven and just low and slow and butter and tons of yeah. you know occasionally i will add a little balsamic vinegar for some browning or a little worcestershire i don't use any sugar usually but yeah It takes a long time to make them delicious. Otherwise, yeah. they're just sautéed onions.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that's uh, that's what I used to make, thinking I was caramelizing. Yeah. No. Now I, that I've caramelized three nights in a row, I realize, oh, I have never really done this before. <laughs> okay. And and I was t- I was texting with a friend of mine about it after my second <laughs> night, and she said caramelized onions, sort of the sourdough bread of the vegetable family. No. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> yes. Good. Good and analogy. Think
1: true. You think well, you're caramelizing, but you're not. Anyway. Um, thank you for everyone who voted. I, I like, I made both of them. I had taste testers, my neighbors, Deborah and Bernard, who I've mentioned before. I mean, they loved both of them, of course. How do you not love it when someone gives you a, you know, a delicious grilled cheese sandwich, but I think we all landed on the apple goat cheese and caramelized one as oh. just more elevated of the mm-hmm. two that's all okay the, the apple really made a big difference but there you go that was my uh southern california blizzard grilled cheese taste test
0: mm. well i hope you, I would just think, think, go ahead joel i was gonna say I, I hope you can move on from the caramelization realization <laughs> list. You know, yeah that's a lot yeah i mean if it's not your thing i would have thought that gruyere would have made a really nice melt
1: It did. Oh, on the cheese.
0: Yeah, that would have that would have turned me.
1: You know what? It's funny because Bernard commented on that in his text text message (laughs) back to me that he said it didn't look like it had a, a lot of cheese in it. I guess, because it was flat. He was just being nice about how it looked. Didn't look like it had a lot of cheese in it, but it was super cheesy and delicious. So yeah, they were both delicious in their own way. Okay.
0: All right, Liz. Okay, thanks. That's a great report on caramelization. And you no, it's know not
1: like the big news you have, but you know, I do what I can here at home alone.
0: Okay. Right. So while Liz was caramelizing, I had, I just got an extraordinary invitation uh, last Friday. Um, You know, for eight years now, I've been working with an NGO, uh, American Women for International Understanding, on a program called the International Women of Courage. And it's really a It's been a fantastically inspiring and satisfying volunteer thing for me to work on. The US Department of State chooses these incredible female leaders from all over the world. They go through a tremendous vetting process. They're nominated by embassies all over the world. They pick you know, 10 to 12 women who have done incredible things in terms of pro-democracy, freedom of the press, human rights, LGBTQ rights, uh, speaking out against government corruption. Very often they're in peril with their lives. Sometimes they're actually in jail when they win the honor. They're named, they come to the United States there's a ceremony usually at the State Department, which I've been to before with the Secretary of State. Very often, the First Lady attends that. Um, uh, I've been there when Vice President Joe Biden attended the ceremony. And, and then the women go on an incredible tour of the United States to sort of learn about how other people in their area of expertise are working. And then they come to Los Angeles, where our organization hosts an event for them, the International Women of Courage Celebration. And we're able to give them a we raise funds to give them a grant so they can continue their work, and it's just been this really satisfying, uh, personally, you know, enlightening experience. Um, I've enjoyed meeting these women leaders from all over the world, and we 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 are able to stay in contact with them. We're a small organization. They're real human beings. There's not a lot of boundaries between us. Thanks to social media, we can stay connected and stay engaged in their work. And I've also really enjoyed working with all the tremendous people at the White at the State Department, you know, the women that are in the trenches doing Mm -hmm. this important diplomatic work day in and day out and the Department of Education and Cultural Affairs. They all work together. Um, So this year, because the last two years, the event, Has had been the women have been named, and we've given them grants, but they haven't been able to come to the United States because of COVID. This year, the First Lady decided I'd like to host the event at the White House. Oh, wow! Very exciting. So I Friday I got an invitation to the White House for the event, and it's 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 next week. It's next week. Wow! I mean, I have to tell you guys, it came in via email. It was unexpected because we knew the invitations were. coveted this year yeah. <laughs> like there was a short list and we may or may not be on it and huh. so when the invitation came in I, I immediately just teared up I was so overwhelmed and thrilled I've never even been to the White House to so to you get never the, oh, because you didn't get to go on the family tour where we toured the White House we left you home that's exactly this right this is I mean this is your moment little <laughs> this, sister. Is this, this is revenge This revenge
1: of the youngest sister <laughs> she, she actually I'm invited to the White House,
0: House. not okay. just a public tour yeah. okay Hey, <laughs> Thank you, Julie, for recognizing just the personal redemption I'm yes, experiencing at this moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. 50, 50 years after the family trip, I'm finally getting to go to Washington, D.C. But um, yes, the event will be at the White House. The First Lady and the Secretary of State will be there. And then there's a reception afterwards. And uh, I just was completely overwhelmed at first. And then immediately I went to oh my gosh, what am I going to wear to the White House? Yes. Like, it, what, yeah. are going to, what are you going to wear to the White House, Leanne? Well, you know, this is where I want to throw it out to the Satellite Sisterhood, because I'm guessing that some of you, we know we have people who work in the government that listen to the show. They've contacted mm-hmm. us before. I'm guessing we have an esteemed group here that listen mm-hmm. to the show. We do. Some yeah. of you have been to the White House for various events. This is a daytime event. On the invitation, Julie, it says business attire. Okay. So uh, I'm not, and <laughs> but, Leanne, but your business attire- the way you conduct business. I mean, that's exactly right. We see, we see what you're dressed at for the podcast. That's not going to fly in the green room. So I can't wear the Jenny, Jenny Kane cashmere hoodie. I won't be wearing that to the white house or my clogs, Julie, don't worry. I won't be wearing clogs. Um, but it says business and, you know, Washington is a fairly conservative town. I know that. Like, so, uh, so I have a, very solid blue dress that I can absolutely wear. You know, okay. I, I've already checked the weather. As we mentioned, I'm a weather watcher. Immediately put Washington, D.C. on the weather app. I've been checking it every 20 minutes. It looks like it's <laughs> going to be 40 Good. and cloudy, but not Ooh. raining, Ooh. not Ooh. snowing. Okay. So you're going to need a coat as well. Yeah. Really, I, had, I bought a coat. I bought a coat already. <laughs> There's a coat coming.
1: Because uh, I don't,
0: all I have is like a puffer coat. I have like a Patagonia puffer coat. I can't wear that to the White House. No, you cannot. No, you
1: cannot. No, no. But then
0: my question no. was, is there a coat check? Like, if I wear a coat, do I have to stand around in my coat the whole time? I'm I'm the sure White House the i sure there's a coat check. I mean, I think there's a coat. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's a cold climate there. People yeah. are coming into the White House all the time with coats yeah. on. That's they don't I want I you think.
1: standing around with a coat on. They're just, oh. too many things can be hidden under a coat. They're going to make oh. you take that coat off. That's yeah. what
0: I figured. But I just, did. people know the answer to that, yes or no, coat check. Also, like, can you bring a bag then into the White House or do they take mm. your bag?
1: mm don't I know. don't know. Don't, don't know, know the this. answer to that. Don't I, know I mean, Somebody it may. Like
0: they, I they, assume
1: you can, but I, I'm sure you go through a magnetometer to get in. So. I mean, maybe you have to bring one of those clear bags,
0: like in a stadium. <laughs> yeah, <Don't laughs> I hope do hope not. That. Don't do I, that. <laughs> Nope, not. I know well, Liz has one. She's. she's been have wearing. One. We <laughs> have one. We used it for our tennis when we go to tennis matches. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's good to have one for stadium situations. Liz wears one all the time now. It's concerning. I do. Well, it's just the perfect size,
1: and I like okay. being able to see. Do I have my car keys? And I just look at my clear, see-through bag, and I see that I do. So okay. Wow. But I even I would not wear it to the White House, Liam. No. So I think. All right. And then right okay,
0: there. this is a legit question because nobody in California wears stockings, pantyhose, whatever you want to call them. Nobody right. does anymore uh, to anything. Do people in Washington, D.C.? Like, do I have to yes, I, I don't they, know what to do, do they I know? Okay,
1: I'm always shocked, you know, because I worked at National Geographic for many years, which is in Washington, D.C., I was always surprised that Washington D.C. seemed to be the last place in America where people were wearing pantyhose. Okay, I, I, right. that was
0: my sense. I was like, oh, I, you know, I'll probably wear my spring boots, you know, with my dress. I, I like yeah. that look. That's that's how I roll, uh, and I can stand in those boots. But then, do I need pantyhose? I guess I do. So yeah. I'm going to bring some. Liz. I'm not that's saying good. you have to wear them. I'm no, just saying I'm fine with it. it. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I think I am you fine should scrutinize some pictures of Dr. Jill Biden. Look at her yeah. legs. Oh, that she, will be. She she just just. I, just i Well, I, not that, but okay. she's wearing pantyhose or, <laughs> okay. or not. And well, I hope you're not going to say mean. that to her when you meet her. <laughs> you have great legs. I've been studying them <laughs> online. <laughs> okay. and so And I guess sneakers are too informal, right? Oh, even my I, oh, even, oh I'm kidding. Well, you know wait, I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. Yeah. You know you know, I'm oh, yeah. kidding. Now, okay. one
1: time one time when you went to D.C. for this, when it was held at the State Department,
0: mm-hmm. wasn't there also a giant blizzard?
1: Am I wrong? Yes. You- no,
0: in 2015, I went yeah. and uh, we never went to the events because there was a gigantic blizzard and the whole government was shut down. No, no. So yeah. we just okay. stayed in our hotel room for three days. And then the next year I was able to go and bring my son Colin in 2016. Right. And that's when we had it at the State Department. It was a full day event. Vice President Biden was there. Uh, then we had the the reception in the Ben Franklin room which is fantastic and the ladies room at the state department is called the Martha Washington ladies room oh. so that's oh. fantastic totally so, worth a visit yeah <laughs> so that's 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 that was exciting but i haven't been since then and um i haven't even been to dc since then because you know covid yeah. and stuff like okay. that so so, so i being- really Looking yeah, forward I, to I it. wonder wh- whether you're going to be able to keep your phone and take pictures. Right, I don't know. The room. I mean, it seems like there should be some an additional protocol information coming your way. Yeah, I don't. Are I don't be able so. to watch
1: this. Is this broadcast
0: in any way? Where can we see it? Oh, Liz, I'm glad you asked that. Yes, the the uh, the ceremony from the White House will be broadcast. It's on International Women's Day, so which is March 8th, Wednesday, March 8th at 2 p.m. Um, east coast time and they are going to live stream it from the white house now i will put the link spread it around when i have it we don't actually have a confirmed link yet so it could be at whitehouse.gov it could be at state.gov but i will make sure that it's on all of our social media channels and things like that or you can just google it but yes we have been told that it will be streamed now you probably won't see me unless i run across the stage which is not (laughs) something i'm going to (laughs) do
1: so uh, unless they throw you out for being inappropriately dressed or something, which is which is <laughs> as we know, it's not going to happen because you're always appropriate.
0: <laughs> I have to say, I did look no at that black pantyhose. I I looked at yeah, I'm going to get thrown out for no pantyhose. I I did look at that black and purple dress from my book right. tour, and I'm like, I just can't, I just can't wear this one more time. But. Oh. Um, you uh, know, we're a nonpartisan group, so we are looking for nonpartisan clothes is what yeah, I would say yeah. in general. <laughs> yes. And, um, that's our whole vibe, but I am absolutely thrilled. And, uh, next week we're doing a special show. We're going to tell you about later in the, in the show. Um, but the week after that, I'll be back with a full report on going yes. to the white house. So well, we, we are so proud of you, Leanne. Thank and you. It Thank is you a sense. great organization. They do great yes. work. And, yes. uh, what a great, uh, thrill and honor for you. Thank you. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from OSIA. Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. All right, Julie, uh, you have huge news on brands that are coming back or right. coming back. <laughs> I What's I, I am very excited to tell you this because I was reading in the local paper that steak and ale. Do you remember steak and ale, frosty yeah. mugs, strip steaks, salad <laughs> bars? You remember that place? Yeah, it was I a think. thing. Yeah, yeah. They are reviving that brand. Okay, they're bringing it back, and they're they're going to open the first restaurant, the first steak and ale restaurant in the Dallas area. Okay. Oh. Now, now, cast cast your minds back, sisters. You remember, I was I was a waitress at Steak and Ale. Okay. And yes. I, yes. Yes. A long were. time ago. Now, and I had all the normal stress associated with being a waitress, but at Steak and Ale, it was really. Very high stakes because each waitress was monitored for how many side orders you sold. Okay? Oh, and wow. You wow. had to push the onion rings. You had <laughs> to push the baked <laughs> potatoes. Okay. They had a chart in the kitchen with your name on it and checks next to it. How many baked potatoes had you sold? How many? Onion rings and wow. green Ooh. beans. Okay. Pressure, pressure, pressure every single meal. And when I'd ask customers, Oh, would you like a baked potato with your strip steak? Then they'd say, No. I was like, Please, <laughs> baked potato. Okay. <laughs> additionally, additionally, and Liz, okay, you're our resident lawyer. I no. believe this is against the law. But if you, as a waitress, made any kind of mistake in the order that resulted, in having the steak or the product go back into the kitchen, okay, they took that. They deducted it. From my salary. Yes. 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 I yes. mean, is that allowed, sister Liz? No, Most I would correctly. I would
1: disallow that. I mean, I'm not really a lawyer, but I do practice law on the side <laughs> when we have legal questions. So that is <laughs> no, that is that's very anti-worker. We would not allow that in the satellite sisterhood. No nope. okay,
0: so you can imagine the trauma of seeing that steak nail is coming back in my neighborhood. <laughs> wow, <Okay>. we couldn't <laughs> imagine this kind of trauma when you pitched this story. I thought. I thought this was going to be a a fun review. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, (laughs) Leanne. Oh, no, Leanne. So I am going to this restaurant and I plan to go in there. And I may order six sides. I'm gonna get the onion rings, I'm gonna get the baked potatoes, I'm gonna get the green beans, I'm gonna order two or three desserts, okay? And then I am gonna leave that waitress the biggest, fattest tip that she has had in her life. Okay. Because once a waitress, always oh, always a waitress. Yes. 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 But it did get me thinking about like the 70s and 80s. There were a lot of like brands that are gone now i mean if you had a favorite uh, brand from the 70s or 80s to come back what would it be Mm. all right i can't believe you asked this question because this week i had an email in my inbox and it was like a my mind was blown somebody i hadn't thought about in decades like coming back with her own shoe line and that is fitness guru denise austin Oh my gosh. I I mean, I know she wasn't technically a brand because people weren't brands in the 80s and 90s when she was starting out in the exercise and fitness biz, but Denise Austin is still going strong. She's going to have her own sneaker line at Easy Spirit, which just... (laughs) First of all, why do I get the easy spirit emails? But secondly, <laughs> go Denise Austin. And do you remember her? I mean, I did a lot of Denise Austin fitness classes on TV when the kids were little and I couldn't get, I didn't have child. Well, she I- was the one that she would be dancing and then she'd have like. Two guys behind her. Is that yes, the is that Yes. Denise Austin? Yes. Denise like Austin, outside like outside in Hawaii or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she ran a great class for years, and she was so fit and so positive and upbeat. And I'm like, wait, Denise Austin still exists? And then I click through. Not only she's thriving, not only is she existing, she is thriving in the in in 2023. So good for you, Denise Austin. I mean, you're just a font of positivity. You can go over there, Liz, for 17.99 month you can get all the Denise Austin you need she's like a channel now she she's <laughs> gonna give you advice on food and makeup tips and mantras whatever you need Denise Austin's got it so I like I'm glad she's back Jill speaking okay, okay. Oh.
1: Uh, well I was just thinking that I wanted to bring back a spree Remember oh spree? yeah oh. does that still
0: exist yes that was just there are a few oh, stores around simple. but
1: Oh. I just like, I would like to see Esprit have a huge, I even like saying it, Esprit. It's <laughs> nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's totally and you good. know what?
0: Remember, Liz, they were really the first brand that embraced diversity. When yes. you think about their ad campaigns, they were right. so far ahead mm-hmm. of yes. the curve. Yeah. On who it was, who was they like
1: Esprit
0: and yep. Benetton. And remember, Benetton. United yep.
1: Colors of yep, Benetton. Yep,
0: yep, yep. And Esprit was also
1: very environmentally sensitive right from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. So come back, Esprit. We're ready for you. Yeah. You know, Good I've been, I know I'm not cool anymore,
0: but I would still buy your stuff.
1: <laughs> Julie, did, Julie, did you have I, any other I, that
0: you wanted to revive? Well, of course, um, in addition to steak and ale, Howard Johnson's restaurants. OK, yes. oh. Do you remember those? Well, yes. did you know, like Howard Johnson's, they were actually decorated by the wealthy socialite decorator Dorothy Mary Kennecott Parish, you know, Sister Parish? Oh, really? Yes. She designed she, the
1: interiors of a She Hojo?
0: In, uh, designed the interiors of hojos. That's why they, oh, the waitresses were in aqua. The war, oh. walls were aqua. They had aqua placemats and the orange roof. She was so far out in head yeah. in terms of her <laughs> design. Don't you remember that? that and no. I realized that, that, was that Ho-
1: really branding at a whole new level. For a uh, restaurant, yes. And
0: do you realize that Hojo's employed Fr- the French chefs, Pierre Frenet and Jacques Pepin, to develop the frozen dishes for Hojo's? Those, those came <laughs> really? from French? Yes. I mean, I thought it was just fried clams and 28 flavors mm. of ice cream. Yeah. Oh, no. That was hot cuisine mm-hmm. there
1: at a hojo. Clam strips, <laughs> clam strips, yummy. Okay, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. So the are ch- they totally gone? Does that they're, too, they're you, gone? Yeah. Like at the at the bitter end, there was always one still left hanging on in Times Square. Does anyone remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it was like the world's worst Hojos in Times Square, but it's probably gone now that now that Times Square has been cleaned up. <laughs> but I just think that could come
0: back and it could be so grand. Anyway, it's okay. fun to think about it. Okay. Mm. Well, what a world we would live in with just Esprit and Hojos and Denise Austin. That'd be great.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So if you're thinking about Dealing with the trauma of your career at uh, Steak and Ale, Julie, by doing something totally different, something that would take you into a whole new world, I'm thinking you might want to consider becoming a kung fu nun. Okay, <laughs> what? Uh, I'm not sure you've heard of this group. I got it. I got a text from a friend the other day saying, "This just in: considering profession of kung fu nun." And she sent me a big news story about. These Kung Fu nuns and, you know, we're always on the lookout for interesting groups of women staying noisy together. So so listen to this. So this is a group, a religious order that's been around for 800 years. Wow. And uh, but normally, sisters, like in the monasteries, the women. We were not allowed to engage in like the philosophic debates, or they were confined, shocker, to uh, cooking and cleaning the monasteries and temples while the men had all the fun. They were even forbidden from activities involving physical exertion. So, okay, so that's going on for like 800 years. Then there, these Vietnamese visitors came to a monastery uh, in the Himalayas and introduced these nuns to martial arts. Hmm. So they had come to the nunnery to learn scriptures and how to play the instruments. And in exchange, they taught the nuns martial arts. And guess what? The nuns dug it. They (laughs) are totally into martial arts. So they became the Kung Fu nuns. There are now 800 nuns who have been trained in martial arts basics. And then there are 90 of them that are like actual Kung Fu trainers. And now this group, so this is like, when did I say the visitors were? So this has only been like 30 or 40 years. Oh, 2008, Mm -hmm. yeah, not even that long. So now not only do the nuns practice Kung Fu, They also they stop and they educate people in rural parts of Nepal and India about gender equality and the importance of girls. So I'm going to put the story in the show notes because they've also got killer robes. There's some fantastic video. (laughs) So I, I just think if you're looking for a total life change or to recover from a bad professional experience, you could do worse than being a Kung Fu nun. But. You still have to get up at 3am for meditation. So oh, okay. oh, wow. So that's a deal breaker for me. I can hardly caramelize. I don't think I would really <laughs> really have a lifestyle that started with 3am meditation. I just want people to consider it. That's Thank all. You. Consider being a Kung Fu nun.
0: So Liz, you had a touch of a Zoom drop out there. Did you say they're they on the uh, forefront of global Global warming is that it? Climate yes. change. Well, oh, teaching okay. people
1: about global global oh. climate change.
0: Wow, incredible. So, okay. Do it all. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So all they, right.
1: they also, you know, every year for the past twenty years, except during the pandemic, Leon, the nuns have cycled twelve hundred and fifty miles from Kathmandu to Ladakh. So that's super high up in the Himalayas Jeez. to promote green transportation. Oh, wow. Doing the job.
0: These wow. Kind of they, really, they must be really fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy fit. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay,
1: just spreading the word. Spreading the word. Mm Great.
0: Good report, Liz. All right. Well, uh, you know, maybe Real Simple will feature them on the cover next month because for the first time ever, Real Simple Magazine actually has a cover girl and it's Kristen Bell, who I like a lot. It's the mm-hmm. game changers issue. And you know, I'm trying to save the magazine business one magazine at a time. Yes, so I occasionally are. do magazine roundups. It is smart, Liz. It's, mm-hmm. It is smart. I mean, we love magazines. We love them. It's sort of so, a 70s or 80s thing. Yeah, magazines. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Yes. you're right that I would just like the whole magazine business to come back the way it used to be in the 70s and 80s. Um, but so this month's real simple. I have a few samples from it. Um, so yeah, they've never had a person on the cover. You know, usually they put like buckets on the cover or... <laughs> You know, like your sock drawer. Like that's usually yep. the cover of okay. Real Simple magazine. Do you actually get Real Simple in the mail, land? Yes, that's I do, thing? Liz. Okay. Good Liz, I am one woman. I am trying, trying to the save job. the magazine business. Doing the job. So, okay. So just a sample from this month's Real Simple. And what I like about Real Simple is it's not a great magazine, but, you know, I still get it. And that's, I think, what's the most important thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, and they just have a potpourri of things. What did I do with that? So, uh, So, first of all, Kristen Bell... You know, they do a Q and A with her, and I just want to read you one answer. It, it tells you why I love her. So they asked her, you know, what was your reaction when Real Simple said you were going to be a game changer and be on the cover? And she said, "They could have put me on the biggest up and coming losers list for 2023, and I would have been excited." Real Simple was my first magazine subscription as an adult, and by adult, I mean an 18 year old girl living in New York City. So that's funny. Oh, good that's for her. Yes doesn't take herself too seriously. All right. Uh, you know what else should not take themselves too seriously? This idea of a mantra. Okay. Uh-huh. They have a, uh, uh-huh. they have an article here about like mantras you can use yourself. And I have to say, these are some of the stupidest mantras I have ever read. <laughs> so that's, I'm no, so that's not positive that see, not that
1: too judgy or anything. <laughs> right.
0: Very positive system. <laughs> I mean, in general, mantras are simple, right? Yes. I don't write to the source. What does deep Deepak Chopra say about mantras. And uh-huh. he said in the Westernized world, we use the word mantra to really become like an intention, but the, it's, it's very different an intention and a real mantra. The word mantra can be broken down into two parts, man, which means mind, and tra, which means a transport vehicle. So mm-hmm. in other words, the mantra is supposed to be an instrument of the mind. You know how Deepak Chopra talks, yeah. an yeah. instrument of the mind, a powerful mm-hmm. sound or vibration that you can use to enter a deep state of meditation. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So that's deep. Like, so it, I use mantras in, in meditation. I use them in yoga. They're very simple. I'm not going to share mine, but they're not as simple and stupid as this one. How about <laughs> how about slow down for the good stuff? What? Hmm. Like that belongs on like your Pinterest page, right? That's just, that's not, <laughs> it's that's not, not spiritual it's enough. Not, it's not deep no. enough not deep enough it's not you're not going to enter a deep state of meditation or this one this one i thought this is even too hard to say in your head i love my whole embarrassing self what (laughs) and then this mantra you've just given up it's okay (laughs) okay all all right Real simple. Thank you very much. That was a little thought on mantras. (laughs) And then finally, I know we have cat owners here in the Satellite Sisterhood. So you may be asking yourself, why does my cat sleep on my head? And I can tell you why. Thank you. Real simple. This is an excellent pet column this month. And did you know that cats, um, they really like to get um, close to their owners, their scent. Okay, it's Mm -hmm. all about the scent. It's very comforting Mm -hmm. to your cat, your scent. And your pillow is a really concentrated source of that scent because it's your hair and everything that's falling off your head during the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very (laughs) practical. Yeah, it's very practical for cats. You're tossing and turning in bed, but your head tends to stay kind of straight. So they want to be with their person. And the best place to do that at night without getting kicked is your pillow. Yeah. Now I have to say, if there was a cat on my pillow, I would sneeze for the entirety of the eight hours. (laughs) Like that would kill me a cat on my pillow, but that's why I'm not a cat owner, but cat Mm. owners, you know, you can do, if you're not really that into your cat sleeping on your head, you can uh, put a t-shirt you've worn all day in your cat's bed that might help them. Oh, so there oh, okay. you go. Thank you. Real simple. Thank you. Wow. Look at you wow. giving cat tips. Lisa. I know. Wow. Well, well, we I don't want know, to know if I can cat owners. We want to <laughs> I just don't those. know if I can follow up from you, because okay. That was so <laughs> profound all <laughs> the way around. <laughs> I told you tidbits, tidbits, <laughs> but I did want to just comment or make an observation. You know, there was a lot of information uh, last week about a pilot program. It was the w- world's largest trial of the Four day work week. Uh, there were 3,000 people in the UK that were participating in, hey, let's see if we can do our jobs in just four days rather than five days. And guess what? The majority of the people, the supervisors and employees, they liked this arrangement. In fact, 15% of the people said they are never, ever going back to a full time, five day a week job. Okay. Mm. And the key of this is that you are working 32 hours and you're still getting the full pay, okay? They loved it, they got more sleep, their stress level, levels were down. So I was reading all about that, but at the same time, we're getting a lot of local news. Many of our school districts here are considering going to a four-day school week, uh, mainly because we have a teacher shortage and they're trying to figure out what, you know how they can resolve that issue. So then I was thinking like, so, okay, all the parents are working four days a week. All the kids are going to school four days a week. Like, so people have, are going to have three days off, but then what are they going to do? Are all the restaurants going to be open? Are the shops open? Are they, you know what I mean? Is that your
1: question? Yes.
0: Who is going to be working if everybody (laughs) is not working? That is my question. (laughs) Who is going to be working? Okay. I don't know.
1: I also have a question about that because I would think, again, not a parent, never been a parent, but if I'm a parent switching from a five-day work week to a four-day work week, I would love to be like home alone on that fifth day, right? That should be the day where I get to do whatever I want. But if my kids are also home on the fifth day, like what's the point? Isn't that just another kind of work? Am I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I like, I think you have to keep the kids in school for as long as possible for the parents to have any time at all for themselves. So that's observation number one, but observation number two, now this is a TikTok trend, Julie. So you may not be onto this yet. A lot of videos on TikTok now about what they call bare minimum Monday. Have you seen? No, no. I I just
0: saw this Liz. (laughs) Explain to people what this is. It made me laugh. So this is effectively just
1: declaring your own four-day work week is what this is, Leanne. So this is, here's what here's what they decided. I think it's kind of a Gen Z thing that, you know, the hard part about Work Monday is that it ruins your Sunday night. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course it's yeah, true. Every,
0: right? Everybody stresses, yeah. Yes, it,
1: that, yeah. that Sunday, late uh-huh. afternoon anxiety where you start worrying about what you're doing on Monday. So they decided that, well, you wouldn't ruin your Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening if you knew you were hardly gonna do any work on Monday, right? Like if you were just, if you committed in advance to doing the bare minimum on Monday, then you get your Sunday night back. And so it's, it's not just about doing less on Monday; it's about saving Sunday. And I, <laughs> I, 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 just admire people that think this way. I really do. I admire, the, <laughs> I admire the youngins that are just gonna try to create the world they want to live in. So, bare minimum Monday—you can call it that, or you can just give people the day off. Whatever. I'm, I'm all for it. So. <laughs>
0: I do feel bad for those parents in the four-day work, four day school yeah. weeks. That yes. is complicated. That's yes. that's complicated. And I don't think you want your son's or daughter's teacher to bare minimum Monday it. That's that's gonna that's be bad. Good.
1: But what if, if you go to if you go to a four day school week, but the parents are still working five days, how is that gonna work? No, I don't know.
0: Uh, no. I, it's it's a terrible situation. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I right. I I don't know. I, I I yeah. I don't know about any of this. And that may it probably should be year round, four days a week. Maybe that's the solution. Yeah, yeah. But then, that's you when know. you
1: decide to become a kung fu nun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Liz, you know we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do <laughs> because <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Liam's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Mm-hmm. Rose isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And prose is spelled P-R-O-S-E, Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, prose. All right, sisters. A couple of weeks ago, I had a lot of fun
1: sharing with you some of the unexpected email we get at the Satellite Sisters email box. This is hello at satellitesisters.com is where you can write to us. And anyone who's ever had a mailbox online for a long time knows that the longer you've been online, just the more full of junk your email gets. So just, <laughs> the thing, yeah. they're just things that are like, just too many people are just randomly sending you emails. Like I would say we've gotten to a point where a third now, I can't read it all because they are in like Chinese characters or things that, <laughs> mm, that's not good. happening,
0: you know, but the ones Russian. That I, yeah. I get a lot yes. of Russian emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The ones that I can decode. I enjoy reading them because first of all, I want to fish out those messages from you, satellite sisters and misters, but then you never know what's going to be in there. So this week's unexpected email of the week is we got invited to register for a turkey science and production conference in the UK.
0: Oh, uh, so, wow. That they, sounds... thought
1: they thought we'd be interested in that. I'm just putting it out there. Like turkey science, not so interesting, but a trip to the UK. <laughs> You're just, <laughs> just putting it out there. You might okay. want to consider it. There, right. there it was, that hello at satellitesisters.com. <laughs> All
0: cool. right, Liz, that's funny. Uh, well, we could do a whole turkey show around Thanksgiving. Would that be... <laughs> OK, we do. I, we yeah, do I think we have son. some ex- expertise to bring to that convention. <laughs> we know a lot about cooking turkeys, don't <laughs> we? Lane? Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Uh, you know, next week we're doing something we usually don't do on Satellite Sisters. We're devoting a whole show to a single topic. I will admit a friend of mine uh, that I know here, a mom, friend from school, uh, wrote an incredible memoir. And I was, I read it ahead of time. And I just thought, wow, this is jaw dropping. And so honest, my friend Charlotte Maya wrote a book called Sushi Tuesdays. And it's the story of how she recovered from her husband's death by suicide. You know, well, one day yeah. he dropped the kids off at soccer practice and an hour later she came back and there were police standing at her door to tell her what had happened. And so the book is the story of her really honest and tough recovery. She asks a lot of questions. She goes through a lot of things. She has a lot of anger and she has faith and she has, you know, she's exhausted and, you know, death by suicide is just something I don't think any of us can imagine unless we've gone through it before or been touched Mm -hmm. closely by it. So Charlotte is not only a great writer, she's great talking about this very difficult subject. So we decided, you know, you can't really build anything around that show. We're just going to spend the whole hour talking to Charlotte and taking some of your questions and comments if you want us to. So we're going to record the show this week on Friday. Um, So we've started a thread in the Facebook group. If you want to comment or ask Charlotte a question about her experience, or you can also do it, uh, post that anonymously if you'd like, or you can send us a question or a comment via email hello at satellite sisters.com is our email address. So that's next week. The name of the memoir is sushi Tuesdays. It's out today. Charlotte Maya is going to be our guest. So please tune in next week. I, she's so good at talking about this incredibly difficult subject that I hope that it's helpful for anyone who's experienced this or people who have just had questions about what it's like to go through. So Mm -hmm. that's next week on the show. Mm -hmm. Good, Leanne, that will be it. That's we're looking forward to doing that. That's an important conversation. It is, it is, it is. It is. is. You know, we want to talk a little bit about entertaining sisters, things that are going on. And I wanted to recommend uh, a TV series that I watched uh, this week. Now the name of it, pay attention now. Everybody's got to pay attention because this is very, very confusing. The name of this is Fakes and it's on Amazon Prime. There is another show called Fakes on Netflix, and that is not the show I want to recommend. I want to recommend the one on Amazon Prime, and th- because this is a thrilling cat and mouse story about Sonny, a brilliant struggling artist who makes a perfect counterfeit Indian banknote and gets involved in the high-stakes crime world. It's an eight-episode series. It's set in India with a very good script with the themes of class, poverty, government bureaucracy, corruption, and oh, P.S., the star of the show, Sunny, who's played by the actor Shadeed Kapoor, is super handsome he is oh okay now we're in all right he is a dreamboat counterfeiter (laughs) so you want to get into this okay fakes on amazon prime not fakes on netflix <laughs> which is about two teenage girls making fake ids okay that Don't is not that. the same story okay,
1: okay. i you. put a link in the show notes julie and okay it's fakes and it's also called farzy f-a-r-z-i Farsi. yes yes uh, so okay so amazon prime amazon prime amazon prime just keep saying that <laughs> to yourselves okay all right that's great well uh you know my uh my entertainment news comes comes from the Santa Monica Dog Park where everything is happening during award season. <laughs> you know, it's award <laughs> season. You never know who you're gonna bump into at the Santa Monica Dog Park. And uh, last week I bumped into Satellite Sister Terry, who we have mentioned on the show before, because Terry is the next door neighbor of Satellite Sisters accountant and procurement director, Diane. Okay. <laughs> so I'm at the dog park. Uh, I bump into Terry. Terry unbelievably has just has just come back from the Oscar nominee lunch sisters wow
0: yes very because, impressive
1: no kidding because her husband dick is nominated for best sound in Avatar the way of water oh yeah.
0: that's cool
1: yes he's been working wow. I mean that movie took like I don't know 100 years 50 years wow. no, like 13 years so <laughs> yeah. he spends a lot of his work life in New Zealand where all of that is done anyway so she said it was super fun very exciting um and the thing she was most excited about is she got to chat with elvis you know the austin Austin, uh, austin oh, butler okay, austin, that guy. Yeah. how can you not love that guy He's and cute. you know it's a, it's an off the record luncheon so i cannot repeat too much of what she you know she said she talked to other people about but she said with austin you know he was kind of chatting to her and she said well i you know i'm a i'm a plus one meaning like yeah i'm just here with my husband and he said In that Austin slash Elvis voice. I love plus ones. So
0: that is a good, that is quite the line. I I hope she pursues that. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so we should
1: we all need to embrace our inner plus one because it's some people find it appealing, apparently. Okay. One other Oscar related entertainment tip. You know, I, I think I've recommended this a lot of years recently. The short films. In the Oscar nominations, whether it's the documentaries, the animated, or the live action shorts, that's always where you can really win your Oscar pool because nobody knows what's going on in those categories. Right, right. Uh, Mm -hmm. But there is an organization now called Shorts TV that does a whole roundup of Oscar nominated shorts to play in real movie theaters. And so they're out playing around now. Now, they're not everywhere, but I did check a number of cities where, I know we have like a dense population of of listeners and it's playing in enough places so that if you're interested in this, you should check it out. I have a link in the show notes. Shorts TV presents the Oscar nominated short films and it's in all three categories, animated, live action and documentary. So I just recommend it. It's very entertaining. You can probably find a lot of this stuff online now too, but it's kind of fun to sit in a movie theater and see a series of shorts. And remember the Academy Awards are, you know, right around the corner, Sunday, March twelfth. So you gotta get on it. That's my recommendation.
0: Liz, good tip. I, I think I actually get the shorts TV channel now oh. that I now oh, that you say wow. it's a channel. Yeah. Now oh. I didn't know what it was, it just showed up. But now that I know, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna check it out too. Thank you, Liz. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I wanna
1: thank EKZC uh whatever that means I have no idea you know we really appreciate it when you give our show reviews or you can just give us five stars if you want you don't have to write a whole review but when you do write a review uh we really enjoy reading them and EKZC uh wrote this review on Apple Podcasts which of course was close to my heart because I'm such a cook she wrote Um, I love listening on Tuesdays while I meal prep and cook a few meals for the week. Listening gets me through with a laugh and I don't have to drink as much wine to make it bearable. It's (laughs) (laughs) it's, It's cherished time with my sisters who I call my friends when I'm relaying anything I heard on the show to someone else. I always wanted a sister and these three are perfect.
0: Thank you. I mean that's oh, nice. Thank nice. You. that thank you. Thanks, my day. That's not really it choked is. me
1: up a little bit. We are happy to be your sisters and you're not alone. We've had a lot of listeners confess that they just refer to us as their friends when they're talking to someone who just wouldn't understand their emotional connection to a to a podcast, <laughs> to people on a podcast. So <laughs> thank you to all for for whether it's just giving us stars or posting reviews. We really do read and appreciate them.
0: There are lots of ways to stay connected to Satellite Sisters. We have a newsletter that goes out. The weeks we do the show, We Pep Talk goes out. That's how I work my editorial calendar. Um, you can go to satellitesisters.com. That's our website. And you can enter your email. A, a, a little page should pop up. Would you like to subscribe to Pep Talk? Just give us your email and you'll get a little Pep Talk in your inbox on Fridays. We have a full complement of social media. Um, I can't say we're great at it, but we do, we have it all. We have all the we social medias you need. <laughs> At Sat Sisters is our Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We also have a private group on Facebook, which we'd love you to join. We got some fun um new members who really went into detail about how they found us and and when they listened so I'm enjoying people answering the Facebook group questions now As we talked a little bit about that on the show last week and again our website is satellitesisters.com it's a fully functioning website people for which we always we... forget to mention it I know, I know. And it's very first class over there yes <laughs> it is and we we pay a real webmaster to do it it's not <laughs> it's not some fake website that we spent 12 seconds on no no and we uh you can listen to the show from the website the show notes are on the blog posts every week on the website they're easy to find um so if you want to find that show julie mentioned that you know you're going to netflix for even though it's an amazon prime show (laughs) you can go over to the satellitesisters.com website and click on the blog and you'll find all the show notes there also the other key thing you'll find there sponsor links a big thanks Mm -hmm. to our sponsors we're happy to welcome new sponsors in this week's show, it's so important for us that allows us to do the show we're very grateful uh to the sponsors that support the show and we're very grateful to you when you visit the links we mention. You mentioned you've heard things on satellite sisters or you use the code to, to to purchase things. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um let's see our to-dos for the week. Well you know what mine is I mean I got to get ready to go to the White House. Yes. I actually wow. I had to cancel a doctor's appointment yesterday because it was the day I was supposed to go to the white house. And I just was so tempted when I called the doctors, I like, said, well, that? I can't come to the doctors because I'm going to the white house, uh, but yeah, I did, did it. Did. I didn't say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that's well, an
1: admirable level of humility. Layer. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> thank I, first you of much. all, you got to find pantyhose, which is no <laughs> easy thing, sister. I don't even think they make them anymore. So I <laughs> no, don't have
1: that. those in Southern California. No, I know. I know.
0: I know. You're in you trouble. You can bring
1: back a seventies brand and have them come in a plastic <laughs> egg legs bring back. bring back legs
0: where are my legs at where are my legs at okay Jewel, what do you got okay i have to resolve you know i'm learning spanish this year i am doing the oh du- i didn't du- know that when yes, did you say yes. that i i've just been on it uh, since since january i have oh, du- good duolingo lingo app that's oh. the app i use mm-hmm. five minute Spanish lessons every day. And, you know, and it's all about giving me encouragement and stars and flames. If I keep going my streak, but then if you miss a day, they are like so passive aggressive. Like, (laughs) You sure you don't have five minutes to do your Spanish today? You know, so I've got, I've got to, I've got to get to a better place because resentment is building up, okay? And I don't even know how to say resentment in Spanish. So that's it's really funny.
1: Work. It's like my fitness tracker, Julie, at the end of the day where it's like, mm, one more five minute walk, we'll get all your steps in. <laughs> oh, shut up, shut up. <laughs> like a five minute walk on crutches? Is that what you're saying? Hey, no, I, I don't have five minutes left Liz,
0: just try the matcha. It's OK. It's OK. It's OK. It's I love okay. my Thank big, you. messy, wonderful self. <laughs> well, that oh. isn't true.
1: That is not even true. I'm gonna Go back to the call map and find something that is true. Okay. Um, yeah. OK. So my to do. So last week, because we had last week uh, off, I decided it was the week to get a jump on all my tax preparation mm. and all that Ooh, kind of. Fun. Mm. You know the paper that just ends up well for me anyway. Just like big stacks on my desk or mm. in the closet next to my desk. So but first you have to pull everything out, right? You have to open everything that you have statements you haven't been opening all year. You have to open all your statements. You have to create the whole like the pile of stuff that goes to the <laughs> open shredder. Open your statements! Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh yeah. Okay. You know. I, I just I prefer to get things online. So if these people insist on oh, mailing okay. things too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people they just have to mail them for, I don't know, legal reasons or something. Anyway, so so I have like two huge garbage garbage bags full of stuff to take to the shredder. So that is oh, okay. That, that is which is a very satisfying. The task you know uh the uh so i have to do that but then i have to everything that i pulled out of my desk in my closet it's like all over the floor in here and so now i just have to like put everything away for another year before i have to do this all again <laughs> so that's that's what i'm doing for the rest of this week <clears throat> getting rid okay. of okay all-
0: it's okay. I hope that, okay.
1: I, I hope that <laughs> Diane Gray, the Satellite Sisters accountant, didn't hear me say any of that, but, <laughs> but that's, that's life here in, uh, uh, you know, in, in my office. That's, that's life. That's, that's just the way it rolls.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the show for this week. Hey, uh, Julian Liz, have a great week. You too, Julian. Right. travels. Thank you very much. Thank you. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.